Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. sir how are you i am all right how are you doing oh just you know things are going going along singing a song uh is that how it goes side by side yes yeah, there we yeah go. sure right yeah across the internet from each other <laughs> uh, it's always good to talk to you though yeah Hi, folks. This is Apocalypse Now, and I am Tim Harvey. And I'm Dustin. And we are once again returning to the wonderful world of The Walking Dead in this time of great pandemics. Um, <laughs> the Coronas! The Coronas have us. Uh, I saw on Twitter, of course, you know, this is because Twitter, everything on Twitter is true, uh, that somebody had said something about the CDC had actually said, watch The Walking Dead um, because um, just preparing for a <laughs> apocalypse. Um, and I'm like, surely that's meant to be a joke. Yeah. Uh, and then I recall that the government actually does have, you know, they have, they have uh, 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 war games and intellectual, yeah. you know, the, these various plans they work up because it's the a, CDC, it's, the CDC. Right. It's a it's a good it's a good mental exercise, um, and so there actually are official government plans for a zombie apocalypse. You know, no, I'm presuming that no one in government actually believes there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. Right. I'm not sure that's a safe assumption, but um, the you know the the fact that because it is an interesting intellectual exercise and it does require you to think outside the box and, and, and challenge, you know, assumptions and perceptions. It's a cool idea. Um, but yet I'm like, okay, this is a very, you know, of course, <laughs> this is a very, very dangerous thing. You know, health, we should always be concerned about, you know, safety and health and these sort of things. And clearly people have died and that's tragic. And we don't know how this is going to play out, but, it's not going to do any good to panic and think that the walking dead is a guideline for anything. Right. And there, the, 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 I, the chances that, that the coronas are going to lead to a zombie apocalypse outbreak are, I'm going to say pretty slim to none. I'm going to say so none as to come out the other side. And right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Although I did hear something that was kind of interesting. Uh, somebody was saying that, that the, the death, the, uh, 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 like the percentage is like 1% of people who get it die. And uh, they were like, Oh, people are like making some sort of like, Oh, one percent that's nothing that's fine and then somebody pointed out that one percent of the population is what disappeared in the movie or in the show uh uh the leftovers mm. 
So it's like, let's just remember that, you know, that's what we could potentially be. But I don't think that, I even don't think that's, you know, well, that's they're, still. Well, they're saying it's like 3% uh, fatality rate for the confirmed cases. Um, so it's like uh, up there, what, three times as worse as, as the worst flu. Now, of course, again, you know, one always has to bear in mind that if you're getting, you know, you're getting your news from the media, there's the grand thing saying, if it bleeds, it leads. Okay. That right. The most dramatic story is of course, the one you want to put on your, on your front of your newspaper website or whatever. And not uh, only, not only that, um, you know, uh, even, you know, a 3% over the course of, you know, months to years, however long this is not going to be as devastating as something like, you know, immediate vanishing disappearances. Or whatever. This is very true. And, and, you know, but again, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, you, you see all these memes out now or, and, and all these different, you know, graphics that have been posted. And I just posted one to my Facebook account using the, the uh, fear mantra from Dune. Oh. Um, the Bene Gesserit uh, fear mantra uh, with a washing hand graphic. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, just again, folks, uh, don't panic. Be safe. If you feel sick, go to a doctor. Yeah. And, you know, yes, yes, it would be nice if our government was actually, you know, functional. Um, <clears throat> but why, why should it suddenly turn functional now after the last three years? <laughs> So anyway, uh, politics aside, because <laughs> that's a whole different show, and you and I have right. opinions. <laughs> We're not going to do those today. We yeah. are going to talk about The Walking Dead, where we also have opinions. Yes, we do. And um, although, from a purely health standpoint, the number of named characters who should be dead this episode from infection in their open wounds in this world <laughs> full of the walking dead. <laughs> and that's how Daryl died. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. I was just about to say, or, or from blood loss from blood hemorrhage, you know, like, oh, yeah. come on, you guys. It's very dramatic. It's a little unrealistic. Right. So okay, yeah, and and then of course I have uh, I have uh, certain feelings as well uh, regarding the the Friday the Thirteenth element <laughs> of this of this particular episode. We've discussed this before, uh-huh. um, but let's let's get into it. So we start off with uh, Alpha telling Beta to go and find Gamma. Because she wants to see if she has uh, uh, betrayed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, we know that, yes, she has. Uh, but we don't, uh, but Alpha and Beta don't know that. So Beta goes to a trailer in the middle of the nowheres where everything takes place. We, you know, let's, let's not get crazy. And, uh, and there's a hole in the ground there. And there's, there are secret <laughs> tunnels that the Whisperers have dug that lead 
into Alexandria. No, even better, into the Alexandrian graveyard. Yes. Because this is completely plausible, and I accept it uncritically. Well, yes. Me also, too. (laughs) Oh, God. I was going to I did not almost yell out at my desk at work where I was watching this by the who, uh, what the ever-loving fuck? Like, no, no, Walking Dead. No, uh, why? Well, clearly the writers have never dug an underground tunnel before. I mean, it's so easy and it's so quiet and it's so undetectable and, and it takes... Clearly, no time whatsoever. Or or stabilization, or, you know, like, and this is not, like, Beta is not a small dude. No, no, he's fairly large. And he is walking upright, holding a lantern up in front of him, like, above his head. Um, no. No. Now, this could be an Alexandrian, um, uh, uh, mind structure, or, or no? I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. No, I that's because no. <laughs> I mean, Especially, how would you how would you even discover this if you were the whispers? And how would you even know? I mean, it's in the middle of a field, let alone you know. I mean, it's just uh, okay. Oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, but but he doesn't pop out of the ground until at least 20 minutes into the show, right? So um, meanwhile. Uh, Rosita is having like like anxiety about the fact that uh, that that whispers infiltrated mm-hmm. Alexandria and were able to kill Sadiq, uh, and so she's having nightmares and uh, she's just not feeling up to like like going out on patrols and stuff and you know and she's. She's just, and Gabriel's trying to be really understanding with her about it, uh, but he's also dealing with the fact that Sadiq has, was murdered uh, because they they all, they were a very stabilized family. Yeah. Con, you know, considering, you know, that they didn't, that they, none, you know, and they have Coco and, and, and he's dealing with that loss too. And if you'll remember, he's the one who killed uh, the doctor. Right. Another doctor who killed Sadiq, uh, uh, and he's he's but he's kind of gone the opposite direction. He's kind of like 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 itching for a fight, right? And uh, and and uh, so they have kind of a little talk about that right before Gamma shows up at the gates, and she's there to tell them that the group. Aaron and and uh, Daryl and Carol and uh, Lil Hearnade and and uh, everyone else. Yeah, all the other people. They are trapped in this cave, and she wants to show them where the cave is. Well, of course, no one believes her because she's a whisper in her zombie face. So they have to do an interrogation, and she, you know, admits that she killed her si- that. You know, her the the baby is her nephew, and she killed her sister in response to Alpha, and uh, none of which is helping her case, by the way. Right, but these are, these are not great, uh, you know, things to lead with. But they're but, true. 
they're true. And not only, but I will say that it did go a good long, a, well, a ways to helping me understand how Alpha could have these people. Because later, uh, uh, the last kicker, Judith, uh, is talking to her through the open window of the cell. And she's like, you know, tell me about your life before this. And, and she's like, well, my name was Alice. And I had a mom and a dad and a sister. And, you know, I went to school. And she's kind of like, kind of trails off. And she says, you know what? I honestly, I can't remember my life before this. Uh, she says, Alpha has this way She's so strong. She's such a strong personality that she just kind of erases. She says, me and my sister were making a lot of bad decisions and we needed someone to make decisions for us. And, and, and Alpha is just such a strong personality that she basically took over. And I love that Judith is ba- <laughs> like, at that point, she's like, it's too bad you met her first. If you had met my mom or my dad first, you would not be in this situation. <laughs> You'd be happy. Right. Uh, her name is Mary, actually, by the way. I thought it was Alice. It's not Alice, it's Mary. Okay, doesn't matter. I don't know who Mary, I don't know who, who Alice is. That's a, diff, that's a different zombie apocalypse uh, series. Maybe, sure. <laughs> um, Mila Jovovich so, shows up and the whole show changes. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, anyway... Uh, so at this point, that's when Beta crawls out of a grave in the middle of Alexandria and starts the horror movie, you know, masked killer terrorizing the community. Yeah, and and the one of the some of his first victims are folks who are sitting there just talking about how you know Lydia you know yeah at least we got rid of that Lydia girl it's yeah. like oh dear <laughs> yeah the, the whispers are just cowards lights right. go out <laughs> <laughs> they all die now um now yeah so he kills a bunch of people and then waits for them sits there and waits for them to reanimate and then lets them out and my and and another thing I guess that other whispers had done was they went to an outpost and forced them to say that a herd was coming mm-hmm. uh, to gather so that forces would gather outside of the walls. So basically Beta could have run of the place to kill as many people as he possibly could to get to Beta and kill her or get right. her back or whatever. So you've got, I mean, this this is a relatively effective, effective sequence. I mean, the ridiculousness of how he gets into the town is is fairly gigantic but the whole you know killing them you know it is that horror movie monster bit but the the most disturbing section of course is when he just sits there in the middle of this room full of dead people and just waits i mean it's it's this was in terms of in terms of the the nightmare fuel side of it and you know that leaning into the horror thing that walking dead has been doing for a little while again um this was a nice little effective bit Right, right. And especially, like, I was watching and I was thinking, this is probably one of the first times in a long time that the idea of the walkers is an effective idea. Because mm-hmm. um, because he went in and he's using them as a weapon. He's, he killed 
friends and neighbors and and is using that as a weapon against the survivors in inside their own walls yeah and it's a much more psychologically disturbing thing at, at this point if you see because we've talked about this before that just the fact that if you if you have a giant mass of walkers yes if they you know if, if they catch up with you they're a yeah. danger but you you know they don't move fast you can stay ahead of them it's the num it's the numbers game there here you know it is these are fresh these are new these are your friends and family mm-hmm. um and um and they're going to be a lot <clears throat> I'm not going to say they're harder to kill, but it's it's they're going to have a lot more of an impact than some random person showing up, you know, who's been dead for God knows how many years. Well, and we'll get to when we talk about the Daryl Alpha stuff because right. there are some amazing Walker effects. Oh yeah, in that part, but no. so so anywho, uh, oh we forgot I forgot the part where Aaron comes back. Aaron shows up at town. And he's like, where's everybody else? And he's like, oh, we got separated. What? So, like, he, Aaron and, and Lil Hiranaid and Gary all left together. How did they get separated and only Aaron show up at town? This is going to be a subplot somewhere else or, I mean, it's just going to be a way to fill in some screen time to show how they got separated. Okay, whatever. It was. It was it, that irritated me. This is my. This is my prediction for how they're going to do something that really doesn't matter to the episode. Aaron showing up in the episode uh, doesn't actually matter all that much. Well, except that Mary slash Gamma, he was her contact. Right. And right. part of keeping, I guess, part of helping keep her alive <laughs> is having that person there to to facilitate her not being murdered. Um. Right. Well, I mean, basically, once once he's, but basically, once uh, Beta has started his murder spree, he gets along to his real goal, which is getting Gamma. Right. Um, and he doesn't seem too inclined to actually bring her back intact. Right. Which is what which is what Alpha wants. But and, and Gamma is tries to explain like I'm doing this because I found out she was lying to us. You know, her daughter is alive, and we could have this life, and you know all of these things that that Alpha tried to sell us are lies. And and basically, Beta is like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I'm not in this to to make some sort of survivor stand. I'm here to you know see how long I can watch the world burn. Basically, is what he's there. Yeah, and I mean it's he's. He has drunk the Kool-Aid to the point where there's there's no there's you're not going to turn this character. You are not going to convince him otherwise. He's not going to have the big revelation. The only way it's going to bother him is if is if Alpha gives him some sort of personal betrayal within this code. Mm. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to change his mind. Well, um, I think that I mean, and it's possible that that Negan is going to be that personal betrayal. But even I think if that were to be the case, uh, it wouldn't be, Oh, I'm turning on her. It's going to be, a, I'm going to kill, kill him. Right. Right. You know, to get my place back anyway. So, uh, one of the, for, one of the former saviors, the one with the tattoo, she shows up. 
And her name is Laura, by the way, and she's been here since season seven. Yeah. She is a long-running background character. Right. And and she has to fight Beta, and she dies. Although, but, you got to give her credit. She is brave as hell in that scene. Oh, yeah. She does a, that is a really cool... I, again, I think that's a really cool horror movie death scene is that she goes in to fight the guy that she's she's the one who's like fight him get a, you know so I can so you can get away I will fight the guy mm-hmm. and Alice Alice uh, Mary <laughs> runs out into into the street and tries to yell for help but she's been whispering for so long her voice is very light yeah and but and only Judith hears her and says come in here. And so she goes into Judah's house and Beta follows. And here's where I have my first real issue with this episode. Beta is stalking down the halls and he goes to open a door and all of a sudden a bullet comes through the door, slams him in the chest and he falls to the ground. And who's shooting the bullet? It's Judas shooting the bullet. And she walks out and looks at him and, and Mary goes, let's get out of here. And they run away. There is not, there is no way in the world, there is no way in the world that Judith was not taught the double tap. Oh, yeah, I know. They're just, there is, <clears throat> this is not, you know, oh, I didn't get him in the head. I need to shoot his ass in the head. You don't have to run away if the monster is dead. And you got the gun, bitch. And you're Judith, dude. Or get your sword and run it through his skull. I mean, come on, kid. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's very much a. We have to keep him alive, so let's Uh, have you know. And I mean, it does. It does lead to, uh, again, a rather effective little bit where you know Gamma tries to run away and he grabs her and her. I mean, when she goes down, it's one of those lovely sound effect bits. Where her, fa- where her head bounces on the ground and you hear it. And it's like, it's like, ah, head, heads bouncing against grounds are never good sounds. Right. Uh, it's always good when they, when, and, I mean, it's effective as hell. Absolutely. The, and, you know, because they've turned Rosita into such a brawler. Like, you know, like she, she is, you know, she's a level six fighter. She's not, she's not afraid of you. Because, you know, she's got plus 10 gauntlets and she's coming at you. <laughs> uh, and I really did like the fight that she had with him as well. Right. But, again, there's no fucking way Judith wouldn't have shot him in the head. Or that, that Mary slash Gamma wouldn't have shot him in the head. Well, I mean, here's the question. is that Because you have the scene with Rosita... And and she's losing not because she's not skilled. She's losing just because he's got too much mass on her. Yeah. He's physically like three times her size. And just gravity and weight is working in his favor here. Right. Leverage can only do so much. Right. And And Mary shows up with the knife and she's like, she wants me alive. I'll kill myself and you won't have what you want. And... And I love that great line. She goes, you step to me. (laughs) (laughs) And, and at that point I have to ask, where is everybody else? Because Because, they realized that it was a trap a a while before and are trying to get back. Because we next see these two, they're walking down the road. Mm -hmm. How did they get out of Alexandria? 
where's Judith with the gun? Where's anybody else with a gun? I mean, there's literally no reason. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a very much a, and then right. teleportation happened. I mean, it's just exactly. Mm. And I think, I think that, uh, uh, I when when it was sort of happening, I had this saying like, "Oh, they're not going to kill him because they they need this character around." But part of me was like, "Oh, wouldn't it just be so awesome if Judith killed this guy?" Mm-hmm. And then when she didn't, I was just like, "Fuck you, fuck that, fuck shit." Fuck. <laughs> I know it does. It doesn't make a lick of sense, and it's right. unfortunate because it would be it this uh, in overall the whole sequence from him coming into town, leaving aside the stupid tunnel. From when he got out of the grave and just went through everything up to the point where, you know, uh, Judith shot him is really effective. Yeah. And and we have uh, we, we have to go back a little bit because along with spoiling for a fight, um, Gabriel is like cut off fingers, pulled teeth. Like if you catch a walker, just torture them until you get what you want. And there's a couple of places where Gabriel looks like he's about to kill Gamma. Right. Because he doesn't really trust her. And he even says, she asks him, like, he says, I talked to God about you, and God said to kill you, but I'm not going to, you know. So he doesn't really trust her. So when her, when she and, and Beta are walking down the road, and the Alexandrians come out of the forest, she falls on the ground, and Beta runs away, and there's a moment where Gabriel has a gun on her mm-hmm. and she's like, he, cause he's like, Oh, you, this is a, all like a lot. Like you, you know, you came in to distract us or whatever. You can see those wheels turning in his head. Like you betrayed us. This was not, you were lying to us this whole time. You could see it in his brain. And she's like, no, you don't understand. I was I'm trying to save your community by going with him. Yeah, the, the the issue, though, is that it would be a understandable and tragic error for him to kill her at this point. And, you, could, you know, you honestly, could... I was, like, waiting for that to happen. Yeah. I kind of expected for him to shoot her because I would – because that would be – uh, the idea of that, like that he went to so far in his hatred of the whisperers that he let that blind him to what was right or wrong, which is what Rosita warned him about earlier in the episode. I, I would have loved that poetry. Well, like, not only that, but it would have been very, very easy for, and here's, here's where the writer in me sits there and goes, you know, it would be horrible. And yet, you know, it'd be horrible and yet actually very effective Yeah, is that if he never learns that she was in fact anything, you know, that she was in fact telling the truth because at this point, Aaron trusts her to a point and all, all Gabriel said would have to say is she betrayed us. And Aaron would be like, Oh, well, I thought I could trust her. I guess not. But except, except that that wouldn't work because as soon as he got back to town and said, I, you know, I wasn't able to catch beta, but I was able to kill gamma on the road. Uh, Rosita would be like, she saved all of our lives. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, there's this, there's just something about the, the unfortunate logic of him making that decision 
that would be perfectly understandable and it would be right. wrong. Well, and it, that reminds me of one of my favorite, I, we've talked about this occasionally over the course of this show, the Beth storyline where she got separated from the group and got stuck in that hospital in Atlanta. Right, yeah. uh-huh. And that whole storyline is basically about her figuring out how she was going to get away, creating the plan, you know, becoming strong, becoming that survivor that she, she, uh, uh, admired so much in in Daryl and the others. Like she became that survivor trapped at the hospital. And then when everybody showed up to save her, she was killed and you never got to, they never got to know that survivor. And they never got to know that like, she didn't, you know, like I love that. Like she didn't really need to be saved. She'd already saved herself. And, you know, and I just love, I mean, that is such a perfect tragic thing of the show that the show did that I just loved so, so much. And I feel like this could have been another one of those perfect tragic things where he was like, I tried, I did this because I saw what was happening and I knew I could tell what was happening, but it turns out that the thing that he thought was happening that he could tell was happening was not actually. But luckily he does not kill her. Right, because um, you don't kill Thora Birch, you keep Thora Birch around for a little while. That would be the ideal situation, yes. Right. It, it seems like it would be a, a little short-sighted to get rid of her at this point. Um, uh, so, uh, they end up going back to Alexandria, and as the episode ends for this storyline, because we haven't even got to, 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 to Daryl and Alpha, um... Mary introduces herself to Rosita. They're going off to Hilltop because Rosita's injured. And, um, and she, leaves, she leaves the baby here because she wants to be, she knows the whispers are out in the woods. She wants to make sure the baby is as safe as, as the baby yeah. can be. Um, and Mary's going with her. And she's like, hi, I'm Mary. And, and she's like, I know who you are. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm Rosita. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Which I was, I was very interested. I thought that was very interesting, a very interesting way for her to, to say, like for her to say, I know who you are mm-hmm. because I don't know, because there's parts of me that don't know how to take that. You know, like, is she saying, oh, I know who you are. You're a whisperer and I have got my eye on you. Or is she saying, I know who you are. You're somebody that I can trust. I'm going to, I'm going to lean, well, probably a little bit of both. I'm going to lean more towards the second, you know, she's thinking that we can maybe trust her because she saw, you know, she knows what she did when it came to Judith. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's, and she was there. I mean, I, she, I don't think she was unconscious at the point where, you know, Where Gamma, where Gamma steps up and you know Mary looks at, at Beta and says, you know, she needs me alive. Um, and so I mean, she's she's seen enough to know that if, if this is she she this is not Dante. This is not someone who who's who's sneaking in. Not even there's no reason to distrust him. He's he's got the standard survivor story. You know, this is a whole. This would be a whole another level of you know. Uh, duplicity that I just don't think I just don't think that they're looking at I don't think Rosita is looking at her this way I mean she's I don't see Rosita just like 
I completely trust you now. That's not realistic. But right. But I think that she can see like that this is somebody that I can trust enough. And Aaron and his daughter also go. Right. And of course, so Aaron, Aaron vouching for Mary is is a benefit here. Right. And you know that's where that's where we end. And and of course Judith goes right. because you know Judith is. Judith basically should be on town council. I, I didn't mention it earlier, but when when Ga- when Gamma shows up at the gates and everybody's standing there, all the guards and everybody are standing there at the gates. Judith is there. Judith is there with her little sword, like yeah. standing there right at the gate. Like they were like, "Oh, we need our strongest fighters here, just in case." Call Judith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Me. Okay. So meanwhile, in the B plot, uh, Daryl is trying to find another entrance in the cave to the cave to see if he can go in and save. Uh, it's Anya and Tracy, right? <clears throat> um, it is. Hang on. Sure, you get this right here, uh, Connie and Magna. Ah, I knew Go that it was like a like a one of those names. Connie <laughs> uh, and Magna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he f- actually finds the door and sees a bunch of walkers coming out and a bunch of whispers hurting them, and uh, and he's kind of trying to just be sneaky about it, but they catch wind of him. And uh, he ends up having to like fight off a bunch of whispers and walkers all at the same time. And he basically kills all the whispers except for Alpha. Right. And, and he, Alpha does some damage to him. Yes. Oh yeah. She, they slice each other up and, uh, and he slices her and she stabs him in the thigh. And she cuts him under the eye. So he's bleeding. And he's got blood yeah. in his eyes and he can't see well. And it's just, yeah. I mean, this is why, this is why he needs to control his bangs. Yeah. <laughs> because if he had, like, he could have been a, had a little more, you know, vision if he just didn't have all that drama around the face. Mm-hmm. So then Alpha and uh, and and uh, Daryl like chase each other out into the wilderness, right? You know, basically, like he's stabbed, she's hurt real bad. Uh, and they go off, like, he goes off after her, but then she gets the drop on him by, by hiding in this, like, outhouse shed, and getting, and calling some walkers, and so they are both in this shed, but she's, you know, able to disguise herself, and, and, and they come after him, and he kills them all, and let me just say, the tree walker, the one with the vines and stuff growing out of him, yeah. looks so cool. These were actually really creepy walkers. The ones, I mean, she's banging on, she, she's banging these, like, and they're, they have presence. I mean, they're yeah. tall and angular, and they just look like movie monsters. It's great. I mean, it's a great, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, this is creepy looking zombies. It's really easy to forget sometimes that, that, the show used to do that. The show used to do that. And and the, here they are again, which is great. 
not that not that they have i mean not that they haven't done it or not that they don't try to do it it's more of a they do a lot of the oh it's it's so great that it was winter time when the apocalypse happened zombies a lot right, yeah and these were like full on like emaciated skeleton zombies yeah so anyway he fights off the walkers and kills them but in having in doing that he has to take the the knife out of his thigh and stab one in the head and right. when he takes the knife out, it splurts blood. Like he is now, like the the blood from his thigh is pouring out of him. Yeah. Uh, uh, and folks folks at home, um, he died. Yes. Every, everything you see with Daryl after this episode is a hallucination. Well, You're not really seeing it. It's the ghost of Daryl because in this scene... He bleeds out. I'm sorry. He immediately, just does. immediately bleeds out within two minutes. Bleeds and out. if he does manage to survive, they're amputating the leg later because of all the bacteria. Because and, the wound is septic and he's got gangrene immediately. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, of course, this is not what happens. He manages to survive, spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this is not how the human, so blood we want it well, okay, inside. Now, if we if we go even farther back than that, as soon as he got stabbed in the leg, oh, he yeah. should have that should have been oh well Daryl's gonna die because they don't have the resources to deal with a vascular injury like he has. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, is that it doesn't matter. So well, so short version is he and. He and Alpha are just lying on the ground going, I hate you. I hate you more. You're a dick. You're a bitch. I mean, it's basically, they're just exchanging insults. And well, and, and she's like, you know, do you see the lights? Do you see them coming for us? He's like, you're crazy. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, I don't see nothing. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and then Lydia shows up. Yeah. And, and Alpha tries to convince her to kill her. And to take over the whispers, and it's just almost, almost, almost touching scene where for a given value of crazy ass people touching yeah. scene, sure. And and I love the way that Lydia basically had to be like, "I'm not here for you. <laughs> I'm not here to save you." And, you know, and she ends up saving Daryl. And, of course, the way she saves Daryl, she wraps up his bandage. She bandages his leg, and he's totally fine. Right. Because, again, no. No. <laughs> because there, there are severed... There, there is, like, a hole in him. It's a hole, folks. It's a deep hole. It's a knife-deep hole. Yes. In and out. Things are torn. There's blood vessels and meaty things and muscles and tendons and all kinds of things that you want to keep inside and not exposed to the elements. If if they want it to be even just the minorest bit of realistic, he would have a limp for the rest of the run of the show. Which, hey, who knows? Maybe they'll do. I doubt it. Probably not. Because he's he's got to get up and go save all those people trapped in the cave. Well, exactly. Yeah, because because uh, when we next see him, he's been like you know passed out in the woods, which is extremely sanitary, folks. Yeah. Um, just so you know, 
Uh, and and she, he's like, how long have I been out? She's like, oh, you know, a while. <laughs> yeah, and you know, ladies, they're like, here, rabbit, raw rabbit. Would you like some raw rabbit to eat? Because I'm a woodland creature, and I helped you live, and you don't got no no gangrene or whatever. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that she, of course, carried along a full antiseptic kit, uh, and, uh, and studied, studied, you know, a little bit at medical school so she could, you know, tie off, you of know, course. All the, yeah, no, this is, it is, again, this is the walking dead. If you stare too closely at it, you will go blind. Right. And of course, because then beta finds alpha and alpha is now like completely again, more, more completely again, more committed to her crazy ass crazy. All right. Yeah. We're the end of the world. We are the end, you know. We are the apocalypse. We are the, I don't know. It's just. uh, We are the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she might as well. She might as well have done, you know, the name drop right there. Uh, But because it's that kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's an evil messianic speech. I mean, it's right. It's exactly the kind of thing you hear from a cult leader. So, cause she is one. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, clearly we're leading up to the big confrontation here. Um, and we've got what six episodes left. And in there, we also have to have Michonne leave. Right. So there's a lot that has to happen in six episodes. No, that's not, this isn't to say you couldn't do it in six episodes. Um, but um, I, 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 I'm back to my, my thought that this is, the whispers will be, you know, either the final episode of the season will be the confrontation or it will be, the, the confrontation ends in the final episode of the season. Right. So um, we're just, we're, there's, there's too much momentum, I think, building here. Well, Okay, it is The Walking Dead. They have been known to pad things longer than necessary. True. Uh, but Two and a half full seasons of The Governor. <laughs> an entire season on the farm. <clears throat> and poor little girl lost in the woods who nobody ever actually looked for. Yeah, I'm very... I, although I am interested to see, like what they're going to do to Carol now. Like what's, ha- what's going to happen next, Carol? Like you've gone crazy for the fifth time in a row and you know, everybody's mad at you. And honestly, I expected, I did not expect Lydia. I expected Carol to show up and save Daryl. That, that would have worked just fine. I think except the- that Carol would have killed Alpha. Right. Right. I mean, the but this, this gives you, Two things, um, when with having it be Lydia, a well, three things. I mean, because Alpha's still alive, but um, you have you have Lydia being able to look at Alpha and say, "No, just yeah. no. We're we're done. This is we're finished. I mean, this is this is not you know this is not what I am." Um, and it gives you know it gives Alpha her her final push into kill them all, you know, let the world burn. Right. So, which we knew, which is, you know, 
kind of thought she was already there. <laughs> but now we know she's there. So no big shock. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, overall, I mean, there were some effective moments in this. Honestly, I was them. not not nearly as mad as this episode as I could have been. Oh, yeah. There were definitely some like, you know, because the trope of hit the monster once and run away has been like discussed to death in media and culture and like made fun of mm-hmm. by movies and TV shows since the 90s and the fact that they did that tonight was just like that was i think the problem the thing that i had the most problem with even though i was like you know the oh they killed daryl they killed him (laughs) well i mean the, the easy solution would have actually to have it be another character other than judith yeah uh unfortunately once you make it judith you have to suddenly think that she has forgotten all the lessons she has ever been taught by people right. who, who, who don't forget that lesson. Yeah. And, and so it's just, it's, well, it's, and you also have to forget that we have already established that she will shoot your ass off a motorcycle. Right. But she shot Negan's ass off a motorcycle. It just, unfortunately, this episode has, a, 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 it asks you to expect things that, or believe things that just, don't make sense. The tunnel, um, <laughs> which makes no sense whatsoever. Um, Judith, Judith, not doing the double tap. Um, Daryl not bleeding out. Uh, honestly, Gamma or Alpha not dying. Yeah, considering the amount of amount of damage that she'd been put through, both of them should have died. They they should have found them. This should have been like the dramatic scene, and I don't want this because I like Dar- keeping Daryl around. But the dramatic scene should have been the two of them, like, lying, you know, hands around each other's throats, dead. Yeah. Uh, and that would have been like, you know, well, so Daryl's gone, but oh, that, yeah, that works. Okay. <laughs> you know, but, but we have to keep Daryl alive so that he can have the confrontation with Beta. Right. Although... Although I think we're probably going to get the Negan uh, beta confrontation, yeah, uh, instead. But which I'm either way, I'm looking forward to it. It's that should be fun. I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed the episode overall. There was some the the it just there's you know uh, several places where things are like no, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> but I mean, we're we're used to that. So this is true. This is true. I think I liked it better than, um, well, I liked it better than last week. Yeah. Which, you know, so. All right. Well, um, if you enjoyed this episode, folks, if you enjoyed to us, listening to us talk about it, if you didn't enjoy the, uh, this episode of The Walking Dead, or think we are, are you know, how we think of the stuff is completely wrong and we need to, we need to correct ourselves. Um, well, you can let us know. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can... Uh, engage with us there. You can follow the show. You can find us on podcast.com, Apple podcasts or iTunes, depending on how you are, you know, my, my iMac still has iTunes on it. Um, I know that podcast.com is actually still a thing is a thing. uh, And, and uh, Apple podcasts is a thing, but you can find the show and, and, you know, we'd love to hear from you and subscribe to the show and share the show. That would be fantastic. Uh, Go back in our catalog 
and you can hear the Mo Collins episode where she very, very graciously joined us to discuss her time on Fear the Walking Dead, and I will happily promote that episode whenever possible. Right. Um, and she's a great person to follow on Twitter as well. Oh, yeah. She's, she, I, you know, I think we can now say friend of the show, Mo Collins. I, I hope she considers herself that because she's an awesome lady. Um, but yeah, so we encourage you to, you know, share the show and, and, and listen to the show and, and let us know what you think. Please be polite. Of course, the internet is a place where people have stopped doing that. And it might be a little bit of a uh, quest that I will never, ever actually complete, but it sure would be nice to yeah. maybe bring a little bit of civility back. And on a, on a side, side note to that, you just really don't want to try and be mean to me. <laughs> Dustin does have kind of a, <laughs> a tendency to, you don't want to do delightful, that. Delightful, but you know, don't, don't, don't try and be mean to me. <laughs> anyway. He's very clever, folks. He's very clever. He's, he, he's, he's been known to find just the right word to make you go, you're so mean, and you run away, and you cry, and then you feel bad about your life and what you've become, and you don't want that. You don't want that, folks. We don't want that for you. We want you to, you know, just be nice. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We will do this again next week. Because that's what we do here with uh, this show. And we hope you will join us again for that. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. And again, folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. And we'll be back next week with more Tom Pocalypse. The Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.